Welcome to the Let's Grow Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Walmart and how they are now testing drone delivery. We talk about the future of flying drones, delivering your supplies, and what a world like that will look like. Then we talk about the bombshell the Academy Awards just dropped today about how they'll be releasing the Academy Aperture Initiative, which states that unless a film is diverse enough, it won't get nominated for Best Oscar. And bad news, Halloween is canceled. In Los Angeles, at least. Public officials have released new guidelines for LA County and will tell you exactly what those entail. Next up in the Let's Grow podcast. Welcome to the Let's Grow podcast, where you will learn marketing, entrepreneurship, culture, politics, and more. Now sit back and get ready to stimulate your mind with host Fabian De Rossi. The first thing that we'll get in today is the least controversial of all three of our topics today, and that is the Oscars. Just kidding, it's about Walmart and their drone deliveries. Walmart just started running a pilot project for the delivery of groceries and household products with drones, meaning it just got clearance from the FAA to start delivering products with drones. Now, right now, it's only happening in North Carolina. Very soon, we're going to start seeing drones fly all around the city, dropping off packages, notifying us in our app that it's there and then flying off. That is going to be pretty incredible. The first time you see a drone come towards you, and I'm sure they're gonna geolocate it with the app. It's gonna fly to the app, drop it off literally in your hands, and then just fly off. Now that's gonna be pretty incredible to see. And then in a very short time after that, it's gonna become commonplace. Now Walmart is not the only retailer that got clearance from the FAA. In fact, Amazon also has clearance from the FAA. UPS has clearance from the FAA and that makes three companies now with clearance to deliver groceries and supplies through drone delivery. Amazon's been at this much longer than Walmart but Walmart has invested in many drone technology companies in order to get the latest technology coming out. One of the reasons Walmart sped this up is because they had a doubling in online sales last quarter. A doubling. Imagine how much you have to sell if you're Walmart to say it doubled, that is absolutely insane. The number of deliveries doubled for the largest retailer in America. Obviously, this has to do with everyone being inside their homes and nothing being open, but even then, that's pretty incredible. In fact, Walmart just launched their version of Amazon Prime. They call it Walmart Plus, and I believe it's $97 or $98 a year in comparison with Amazon Prime's $120. Now, Walmart's been behind the curve for a long time when it comes to software, logistics, and online delivery, but they're catching up because they saw it and they see what Amazon has been and still is doing to big box retailers. And in the very near future, you're going to see drones all over the sky delivering packages. You're going to see skies filled with drones. Maybe not. But maybe if you live in Los Angeles like I do, then you'll probably see a lot of drones just outside the city because obviously a lot of us live in apartment buildings and very close, so you wouldn't be able to have that as an option. But when you get out to the valley or any part of regular America, drone deliveries are going to be such an economical option, especially when you have hard-to-reach places like some places, of, let's say West Virginia or New Mexico, where there's not really much around and you're kind of secluded. So for an Amazon driver to go all the way to your house, when you factor in cost of gas, the time it takes, doesn't really make any profit for them. And in fact, that's why Amazon and FedEx 
and UPS and Walmart all use the United States Postal Service for that what's called last mile logistics. Meaning, it doesn't make sense for Amazon and FedEx and UPS to have offices in certain locations because there's just not enough volume to pay the rent, pay the employees, and pay the taxes on it. So they just don't have it there. Who does that? The USPS, the United States Postal Service. They are there. They are a nonprofit organization. So they're the ones who fulfill the last mile logistics. They're the ones who take the packages from Amazon and FedEx and UPS and deliver them because even though they may not be making any money off having that location, they are a nonprofit. And this is one of the big things happening in politics right now on the national stage is the fact that the USPS says they need money or they will go bankrupt. Now, this topic is not about the UPS and what's happening. We'll get into that in a separate episode. But I just think it's very cool that we're just kind of leaping into the next technological revolution with AI and drones and self-driving cars. Like, this is a beautiful thing. It's it's good for humanity to progress like this. To not have people driving and clogging up the roads with gas-powered cars just to give you a carton of eggs or toilet paper there has to be a better way to do this and drones of course are all electric so it's very nice that we'll be going green with drones next up we'll talk about the academy awards and their academy aperture initiative all right so this next one is a very controversial one it's very big especially right now because it affects what most Americans do with the majority of their free time, which is watch entertainment, watch news, watch Netflix, watch movies, go to the movies. And that is what's called the Academy Aperture 2025 Initiative. And what that says is that in order for a movie to win best film, it must meet certain criteria. And let me go over what these criteria are. The first one is that at least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors is from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group, meaning Asian, Hispanic, Black, Native American, Middle Eastern, Hawaiian, or any other unrepresented race or ethnicity has to be the lead or a significant supporting actor. Okay, that's just the first part. The second part is about the general cast. At least 30% of all actors in secondary and more minor roles are from at least two of the following underrepresented groups. Women, racial or ethnic groups, LGBTQ+, people with cognitive or physical disabilities or who are deaf and hard of hearing. And the third one, and this is the big one, this is, well, we'll get into it. The third criteria is that the main storyline theme or narrative of the film is centered around an unrepresented group meaning the movie has to be about women racial or ethnic groups lgbtq or people with cognitive or physical disabilities or who are deaf and hard of hearing now there is more I mean, this is, these are just the A category, the A criteria. There's a B criteria and a C criteria that gets much, much more detailed. But I want you to understand what just happened here. The Academy Awards, who support filmmaking, and films we know have always been at 
the helm of change and progressivism. And artists have always been very introspective and think about what they're doing. Directors have to write these scripts and imagine things. They're creative people. You are now putting restrictions on creativity. You're now saying in order for this to happen, you have to do this. This reminds me of Eastern Germany during the Cold War, where in order for you to release any kind of artistic expressionist creation, you had to get it cleared with the East German government. It had to represent what East Germany was about. It couldn't be speaking about political issues. It had to get the okay from the government to come out. That's what this reminds me of. I can't believe that the Academy Awards released this. I'm not in show business. Well, at least I'm not in the movie business. But if someone told me, Fabian, if you want to win Best Podcast of the Year, you have to have someone next to you that's an underrepresented class. Meaning I have to get a partner who is a woman from an underrepresented racial group, an LGBTQ person, or someone with cognitive or physical disabilities. I can't win Best Podcast of the Year if I don't do that. Not only that, it's the people who produce my podcast, the audio engineers, the lighting guys, the editors, post-production. 30% of them have to be from underrepresented group. Not only that, but what I talk about has to be about underrepresented groups. Are you kidding me? Are you really kidding me at this point? Someone else who is very mad about this is Christy Alley. So Christy Alley is a big actress for a long time. And she wrote a tweet that said, and I quote, This is a disgrace to artists everywhere. Can you imagine telling Picasso what had to be in his fucking paintings? She tweeted, quote, You have lost your minds. Control artists, control individual dot, 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 Oscar Orwell, unquote. In reference to 1984 written by George Orwell and the fact that the state controlled everything that people did. Then she said in a separate tweet, she deleted that original tweet and then wrote this. This is a part of what she wrote. Quote, I've been in the Motion Picture Academy for 40 years. The Academy celebrates freedom of unbridled artistry expressed through movies. These new rules to qualify for best picture are dictatorial, anti-artist Hollywood. You're swinging so far left, you're bumping into your own ass, unquote. Now, I never really watched Christy Alley. I was a little too young to see her stuff. I've seen her on a few, you know, whatever. I like what she said. It's absolutely true. How are you to put conditions on someone whose job is supposed to be without conditions? An artist is supposed to be expressive, free-flowing. Now you're telling them, if you ever want to be the best at this, you have to follow our rules. You don't have to, but you will never qualify to be the best. Therefore, by that criteria, Parasite... Last year's movie of the year would not have qualified because it's an all-Korean cast. It's a South Korean film. So Parasite, even though it's made by a quote-unquote underrepresented group because they're Asian, they didn't have enough diversity in their production to merit winning the Academy Award for Best Film. This is just something that boils my blood because this is exactly what the right and the Republicans talk about the left when they go so far to the left. Like, what are these people thinking when even actors are talking out against this? Now, I like people on the left and on the right. But when you have people who are so intrinsically 
motivated by just whatever these people are motivated by. You create a system where where people can't express themselves. I mean, you already have this happening on social media. They call it shaming, meaning if you don't support a cause, then you're outed as anti that cause. I mean, this happens all the time. It's inclusivity and exclusivity. If you're not with us, you're against us. This happened in the McCarthy era. Now, McCarthy was a senator, and he started what's called McCarthyism. And basically, it's a practice of making accusations or subversion or treason without proper regard for evidence. And McCarthy started what's called the Red Scare, saying all these outlandish things that didn't that were never backed up by facts. Reminds you of someone nowadays, doesn't it? But it worked then, and it's still working now. So who's the dumb ones, them or us for believing them? Now, imagine if the music industry did what the film industry is doing. By that same criteria, you cannot win best song unless that song is about an underrepresented group. And your supporting role or your lead actor has to be someone from an underrepresented group. So if I'm Kanye West and I release an album and I have a collaboration, I have a song featuring someone else, it has to be an Asian, someone that's LGBTQ, someone with a cognitive disability, and my cast, my producers, my marketing team, my PR people, they have to be 30% of underrepresented groups. Now, I'm a rapper, so I can't have all African Americans anymore on my rap track. I have to bring in other people. If you're Taylor Swift, the same applies. Your songs can't be about having your heart broken and your ex-boyfriend and this and that. It has to be about underrepresented groups. I have to talk about these things. I'm forced to talk about them because I want to be the best, and I can't be the best unless I do exactly what you say. Like You see how if you take that same concept and you apply it to different industries it makes absolute no sense but the academy award is the academy award they're not a governmental organization they're self-ran but they essentially control the movie industry and the fact that this is even something we're talking about right now is absolutely preposterous but you can't do that you can't start trying to put caps and rules on what's supposed to be a freedom of expression type job and that's where i'll leave it at There's a lot more that's going to be said about this. There's a lot more publicity that it's getting. You're going to have a lot more people weigh in on this. There's going to be pressure put on from politicians to different movie producers. And there's going to be people who's flat out just say, I'm getting out of the industry. This is turning to somewhere I don't want to go. My body of work speaks for myself. I don't want to produce something that has restraints on it. You're going to see producers leave, directors leave, actors leave. It's going to be another source of political turmoil, left versus right. Now we got it in movies. Congratulations, America. Now we have something else we're going to fight about. No trick-or-treating, no parties, no carnivals, and no festivals. These are just a few of the Halloween traditions put on hold this year in the wake of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. LA County has stepped in and said that they are no longer going to be allowing people to walk around public in houses. I feel like I'm Rush Limbaugh right now, but this is just getting a little bit too ridiculous. Door-to-door trick-or-treating is not allowed because it could be very difficult to maintain proper social distancing on porches and at front doors, especially in neighborhoods. This is what they say. Sorry, I should have quoted that. Trunk-or-treating is also outlawed. I never heard about that. It's events where children go to car to car, car to car, instead of door to door to get treats. So I guess the notion there is that trunk to treat or trunk or treating 
is socially distancing because you're outdoors. Gathering or parties with non-household members are not permitted, even if held outdoors, and neither are carnivals, festivals, live entertainment, or haunted house attractions. And I'm reading directly from the news article on this one. Quote, So what can families do to safely celebrate the spooky holiday? They can participate in online parties and contests such as costume or pumpkin carving, car parades that comply with public health guidance for vehicle-based parades, Halloween movie nights at drive-in theaters, Halloween-themed meals at outdoor restaurants, Halloween-themed art installations at an outdoor museum, and decorating homes and yards with Halloween-themed decorations. Now, <laughs> this to me is just absolutely stupid. First of all, when you look at what coronavirus has been doing in Los Angeles County, there's a lot of dispute as to the numbers, but even if you take the fact, and I talked about this in a different podcast, but even if you take the fact that every single death attributed to coronavirus was caused only by coronavirus and no other causes, the death rate is like 2% right now, okay? Then, as long as it's open air, you can go outside. However, you can't walk around and knock on doors to get candy. Now, what's funny is that these kids are wearing masks that are going to protect them and other people more than what most adults wear, which is shirts and these little pieces of cloth that are in no way, shape, or form going to stop a virus from getting out and onto anybody. I mean, when you're wearing a t-shirt, a cloth t-shirt around your mouth and you're walking around and people are okay with that, the stupidity in thinking that the virus is going to be trapped by these massive fibers that are exponentially larger than what the virus is, first of all, it just doesn't make any sense. It's a false sense of security. But these masks that the kids typically wear are actually plastic, which, I mean, for most of the time you can barely breathe in them and your entire face is covered. So you're actually probably going to be safer with the kids than you would walking around a grocery store with people, these cloth masks. And secondly, it kind of ties in with a point of what we're speaking about right before this with the academy setting these standards, these Orwellian type standards and these rules that really don't make any sense. So if you live in Los Angeles County, you cannot have Halloween. Legally, you can't do anything fun during Halloween. Just sit at home, dress up just for no one other than the people who you Zoom call with and you compare costumes. So sorry, Los Angeles, not happening. Meanwhile, I just want to point out that just today, the White House said that they are going to stop screening people who come to the U.S. for coronavirus. Does that make not the most sense in the world to you? In Los Angeles, we can't walk around in public during Halloween. But the White House is letting people in from other countries and saying it's gotten to a level low enough where we don't have to screen every single person coming into America. If that does not sound logical, that's because that's the world we're living in right now. With that being said, my name is Fabian DeRossi. I hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure you go out there and just keep living life no matter what anyone says. 